Podcast. Adult with Tea Podcast is a platform where we learn to navigate adulthood through the lens of faith and honest conversation. I'm your host T. Follow the journey and join the conversation. Yo, my people, it's your boy T. Adult with Tea Podcast. Welcome back to another episode, the 10th episode in fact, we've made it to the season finale, starting this episode with thanks, with appreciation, with love to everybody that's been listening, that's been supporting the journey so far since my 23rd birthday, I started this podcast and yeah, it's been going good ever since, so I really appreciate you guys. Before anything else, I would like to say rest in paradise to Belly Mujinga, rest in power, George Floyd, and all of the lives lost as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, police brutality, and racial injustice. There's been a lot going on of late and it's been very difficult, to be honest, to deal with all of these things in a positive manner to continue to have faith that things can change when people being killed brutally that look like you, that look like your parents, that look like your sisters, that look like your brothers um, are going through these ordeals all over the world. And me starting this podcast, this episode, I was thinking, bro, how am I even going to get across my points of view? So I just decided to just write my thoughts down and this was the result of me journaling last week. I said, I'm struggling to feel, care or even have the strength to try, to be honest. Delayed gratification part to one side, it seems like the world has waged war against me and my people, forcing me to question the value behind my own efforts. I want to do many things, I want to achieve many things, but at the same time, the grass looks greener on the other side. While my grass I stand on, I stand upon, looks dull. Clouds once formed upon my temple. My sanctuary, once warm, holds an air of moving gloom, which encroached my space, my mental space, yard by yard. I bow down and I gaze on my hands raised in front of me. Within them, I see what's always been there, faith, my sword, my armor, my source of strength. And then I just went on to just write more and write more and write more. And in doing so, my thoughts and my mind began started to become clearer. Um, Writing has always been a good way for me to just get my points across, um, get my feelings across. So rather than being them in my mind, rather than being in my mind, they're on paper, they're written down and they're out of the way and and I'm tackling them in a productive manner. So really what I'm saying is mind over matter, is direction over speed and this is the season to plant the planting season. Podcast. Moving in straight to post of the week. I have a couple of gems I would like to share with you guys. The first is a book that I'm reading, 
um, that's been helping me out trying to improve my mornings how I can make the most out of my mornings and the book is called The Miracle Morning by Hal Erold hopefully I pronounced that correctly so it, the book is about six habits that will transform your life before 8 a.m. and it covers things which you're probably aware of already for example the usefulness of praying um, in the morning and submitting your thoughts to God um, by being in silence or actively praying and sharing more on how to implement exercise, meditation, visualization, affirming things over yourself in a structured morning to hopefully kickstart your day. And two, I've been listening to Kevin Hart's new audiobook called The Decision. It's his own mental boot camp he takes the listener through and how to make better decisions and navigate the battlefield of life. It's funny. She's like, oh my God, no, Kevin. Oh, oh no. And transformative. And I'm really enjoying setting aside some time, some me time and just listening to the audiobook. I just, it feels like... It feels like Kevin Hart has sent me a five hour long voice note to my phone on how to get better at being me, how to get the most out of my life by getting my mind right and becoming a better person. And third, as I've just mentioned earlier, prayer. If there's a reason, if there's a season, if there's a time to pray, it's now. Pray for those in need. Pray for your own needs, your worries, your concerns troubles that you may have prayer is an opportunity for you to submit them to christ submit them to god as he's a humble and generous and gracious god so with all of that being said it's time to jump into the main part of the podcast where we're talking about not only black lives matter but how we can support black lives black business I'm a black girl bad man and a Christian the only labels I pre don't chat to me about BME please when it's black people that bleed dead deceased disproportionately RIP belly merging God George full rest in peace will say the names they won't cease all due to racial injustice Lord give me the strength to speak cause you know the flesh is weak if you're given the if you're given the gift to teach then teach talk when I talk but now is the time to speak and practice what you preach whilst families grieve no justice no peace take time to strategize meaningful tactics force the true value in just being reactive when war comes and spreads this anguish there's only one question remains are you match fit so this now is a call of action to my change makers 
If you're one of those people that are interested in seeing what you can do to enact change within yourself and your community, these points have helped me and I believe will help you. The first one is making use of your social capital. In the past, we've talked about social capital um, as an extension of identity capital. This can be done by signing petitions. For example, on Change.org, there's petitions such as to teach British children about the realities of British imperialism and colonialism. You can sign that. You can sign a petition to take down all statues of slave traders in the UK. Beyond this, another website that you can use is petition.parliament.uk and on there, there's another petition to introduce mandatory ethnicity pay gap reporting. Outside of petitions, we can support and promote and invest in black owned businesses. If you want a particular product, for example, think to yourself, is there a black business that you're aware of that you can support by buying their product? Ensuring that money which is grown in the black community stays in the black community, moves in the black community. If you're not aware of many businesses, for example, there's a platform that just started a couple days ago on Instagram called the Black Catalog. Now there's been many threads on Twitter um, showing several different businesses, but this is the first platform I've seen on social media to be dedicated to this cause. So the page shows an array of businesses created by black entrepreneurs. But you have a question, you're thinking, mm, it's a bit sticky right, right now in terms of the finances, T. It's a big of steam on steam. But that isn't an issue, um, I say to them. As not having the disposable income to support such businesses is not an issue as we can always start with home and again use a different aspect of our social equity or social identity. You can simply take the time to support your friends, support your friends' creative passions, be it their YouTube pages, their podcasts, do they sing on YouTube, do they have other interests in the arts or gaming, what companies, what things are they putting their efforts in to um, propel themselves. The black community supporting black business can also reflect supporting black people, the black people you know that are in need of support. Saying that, I'm not going to be a hypocrite, I'm going to keep myself accountable by shouting out the people who've already been on this podcast from Hannah and Tinder, Tommy. These are all people who I've seen value in, in addition to all of my other friends and try to use this platform to promote them, what they do, their voice and their ideas and values. Follow Tommy Ojo's YouTube channel if you liked what she had to say on the Growth and Money Moves episode, episode 7. 
Also, I have a friend, Z aka It's Zibs, I T S Z I B S, on Instagram. What does she do? Who is she? Well, Z is a digital creator and she's one half of the Tea with a Slice of Shade podcast. So if you haven't listened to them yet, go and listen to them. I believe it's episode 52 where they talk about Billy Majinga and supporting black businesses as well. As well as supporting other people, I as a podcaster as you have used my platform to share the views of black men and and most noticeably black women and i'm committing to expanding the podcast platform even onto youtube to give insight into my creative process that can again inspire my community to really go forth with their own creative endeavors starting from scratch starting from what you have now and making the most of it so if that sounds interesting to you, be sure to subscribe to the Adulting With T channel on YouTube. Beyond my own creative endeavors, I had the opportunity to support another young black creative by the name of Renee Walker. And this is what she has to say with her recent project on the stories of black men. Adulting With T podcast hey guys my name is esther renee walker i'm a young filmmaker and writer from east london i also write prologues which is a combination of poetry monologues and visuals um i've just graduated technically but corona said no so my graduation is next year um and i'm just out here trying to make films and trying to speak to the hearts of people through different narratives through different visions and visuals and intricacies and nuances and yeah i'm just using all these words for bands <laughs> so yeah um the project that i'm currently working on is called 56 black men which was inspired by the 56 black men campaign um which featured a range of different black men from different walks of life who were captured in black hoodies and were challenging the stereotypes and stigmas that they have to, they've had to combat on a daily basis really even if it's covert of a it's it's still something that they face um and and really for for racism in in britain my friend brian always said this is that r- racism in britain is not explicit but it's felt it's in a it's, it's very insidious almost so i really wanted to make a punchy bold film that kind of encapsulated different black men from different ages and different stories and them challenging their stigmas and speaking about the the stigmas and challenges that they face and um i had some amazing family and friends who got involved in this project and it was hard some of the setbacks and challenges for this project was the fact that i only had two three days to shoot it because i am well i'm still planning to submit this film to a short competition a short competition a film competition a short film competition at my uni and um i done things pretty last minute just because i had work and my my idea kept changing for what i wanted to submit and god really planted this in my heart kind of last minute um i was also i'm also not a videographer i i direct and write i don't do visuals but i occasionally do i i say i occasionally do it with my iphone for my prologues but it's not something that i'm skilled and talented at 
However, this film has really allowed me to, through the challenges and through the setbacks that I've had with just filming on an iPhone and not knowing how to actually um, film or, or, or make films, like be a videographer, I've, I've learned that you can do it. You know, you have to really push yourself, but you can do it. And you can use limited resources. This is a no-budget film that I made, and it's beautiful, and I can proudly say that. So, um, yeah, the, the setbacks were the fact that I, I don't know anything about videography, but God really, the Holy Spirit and grace was really what helped me. Um, and also trying to encapsulate a message, such a, a heavy message in, in a... In a the most fruitful and honest and impactful way um so yeah that's a bit of my experience with the project i'm currently doing you can find me on instagram which is at esther renee renee spelled r-e-n-a-e you can also follow my film page erw stories um that's all together and i'm not really on twitter so yeah let's forget that but yeah that's me Above all, there's an importance, a true importance to re-educate ourselves and understand our history. As in the words of Abiola Babarinde, technology has developed and trends have shifted, but the fundamentals stay the same. So don't be too quick. So do not be so quick to discard history. The packaging is just different. So this was a quote from Abiola's book, Take What You Need, a collection of life lessons and words of encouragement for people who never settle. And in sight of never settling, I'm gonna share with you a couple books which I've purchased so I can say what I've told you to also re-educate myself and learn moving forward. Filling the voids of ignorance with wealths of knowledge. First on the list, Mansa Musa and the Empire of Mali, a true story of gold and greatness of Africa. If you're not aware, Mansa Musa still to this day is known to be the richest person to ever live even richer than jeff bezos um, who's on his way to a trillion two they came before columbus now i've had this my eye on this book for a minute it delved into the african presence in ancient america by avon van Saritma. third this one is a quite special one to me the interesting narrative of Olauda Equiano. The interesting narrative of Olauda Equiano, an African who was stole and sold into slavery at age 11 and later bought back his freedom and worked in England in the 18th century, leading the anti slavery movement in the UK. Now, I say this is quite special because for a long time I didn't know or couldn't even comprehend there being black people in the UK before uh, the ring rush. Yes, you would believe that you had one or two people but you wouldn't imagine there to be um, 
a force or I wouldn't have imagined there to be a force on the ground like there was up until learning about Ola Yuda Akuyano thankfully in a history class so I've purchased the book and hopefully I can learn more as well Next up I have The African Origin of Civilization by Czech Anton Diop and lastly a book which due to it being so emotionally taxing I didn't finish but I'm going to finish it now Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by Reno Edo Lodge Again this book is very powerful especially to someone who's grown up and lived in London and the UK really discussing and delving deep into the stories of people living in the UK, in London, in Manchester, in Liverpool, in Bristol and talking about their experiences and their ordeals being black in the UK. This has been a powerful episode. This has been an episode which I believe is going to leave you with an impact to make change and become a change maker. I've given you tips, I've shared, I've given you information. I hope you take heed of this and do what you can start where you are at. Like me, like my friends, like Renee Walker. This has been a Dalton Tea podcast, the final episode of season one. Stay safe, keep it locked, and God bless. I want you to leave here and go and research who you are and where you really come from. Because that's really the power right there. You understand? A man who doesn't know where he's from can never know where he's going. And if you leave it up to someone else to tell you, and you don't research by yourself, and know by yourself, then you know what they're going to do? They're going to tell you, tell you, tell you. Another story, story, story. Since 1960, that they play us fire. Shall we go to the crack?